Oh, sorry. I was just taking another uh, selfie because that's normally what we think about narcissists, right? We normally think about the people that, you know, just taking a selfie, just taking like, you know, infatuated with themselves. And when it boils down to it, there's a huge aspect that is infatuated with themselves, but it's not themselves an aspect of self-love. It's the aspect of image. And so the question today is why is image so important to a narcissist? Why does it really matter? Maybe it doesn't affect you. Maybe it affects other people a different way. But for a narcissist specifically, why does image matter? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that under the program of Raw Motivations. And you can find us on all the different platforms. We're dropping small nuggets of truth every single day, about five or so shorts every single day on all the different platforms and long videos on YouTube. We've got two that drop every single day, currently at 11 and 4 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, would love to have you engage with any of those. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. We don't know what we're doing, but we're just messing with it. So check us out there. Uh, also, if you want to listen on the podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, also Spotify. Want to have you involved with a community that's starting up and that has been evolving over this past year called the NARC App Community. Just go to NARC, stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, narcapp.com narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com. Check that out. It's got community. It's got courses. It's got challenges. It's got people on there that can encourage you and give you advice that are going through the same exact stuff that you're going through. So I want you to be able to log in and be able to engage with that and see what's going on. We also have weekly lives that happen inside the app as well, where you can join, you can interact, you can come on screen. All those different things happen inside the app. You have access to it in there. And also monthly coaching where outside people come in to be able to give us information and discussion to help that growth mindset. Coaches, psychologists, survivors, all those types of things. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My wife is also going to be coming inside the app. Um, starting in 2023 as well to be able to do a live inside the app to try to help the people in there accelerate some of their healing and get different perspectives uh, just like one-on-one -on -one, but in like a group setting. So check that out. Anyways, why is image so important to a narcissist? When we talk about narcissism, typically it boils down to two things. Still one of the big videos that I've done a while back is the two things that narcissists care about after you leave all it is, image, money. There you go, whole video. Now you don't have to go watch it. All right, so but when we talk about it, why image? Like, why is image like that big of a deal? Like, why does it actually matter? Well, one of the things you have to consider is majority of narcissists have what we call a mask, a false persona that we're putting up to be able to hide who is actually underneath, to be able to hide the person that's underneath. Oftentimes, when I am putting up a mask, what I am hiding is I'm hiding guilt, I'm hiding shame, I'm hiding insecurity, sometimes I'm hiding worth, but guilt and shame are the two biggest drivers that are driving a lot of narcissistic personality disorder. You have narcissism, which is driven a lot by shame avoidance, and you've got borderline, the near closeness of cluster B category, which is running underneath a lot of times with that of abandonment avoidance. And when we're talking about the guilt and the shame, the guilt is I did something bad. That means in my mind instantly that I am bad. 
Therefore, the person that I'm saying I am because of the actions that I just did don't match up with the mass that I have. So this shit back here doesn't match up, match up with what I'm telling people. I've got a problem. You know, at that point, I have a problem of demonstrating what's actually happening. And I can't actually come to the terms of like, wait a second, this is actually false. This is who I am. I don't want to be able to show that because that makes me look like a bad person. So I put that image up. And we're talking about image, we're talking about the impression or the representation of a person to another person. Like, this is the impression that you're getting of me. This is the representation you're getting of that person, of this product, of whatever it is. That image oftentimes doesn't even look what is actually there. I recently saw something as I was scrolling on TikTok that was talking about how they make like food promo photo photos that you see on commercials and stuff like that. Of how like the sandwiches are stacked up from behind the scenes and they take it out of how, you know, the, the lettuce leaves are actually just wax, you know, because it looks better, like all those things. It gives you a great impression, but not always like reality of what's actually there. And so the narcissist oftentimes is trying to make sure they look better than what they actually are. This is where you bring in the ego of, of taking, uh, taking ideas of like, hey, I did this when they actually didn't. You know, I graduated with this when they actually didn't. Like, I accomplished this when they actually didn't. You know, the idea of being special of like, hey, like, I'm special. I'm better than all these people when they actually aren't. Like, they didn't get those achievements. They didn't pass those tests. They didn't get those certifications. Like, all those things of like, no, I'm this amazing person. You're like, eh, it doesn't really match up. But when we talk about image, I want to kind of clarify it into two different ways, because sometimes people get really confused about, wait a second, like they're concerned about their image here, and then they're not concerned about their image here, like what's actually going on, okay? So I want to break it down into outward and to inward image. So when we're talking about outward image, this is typically what people think about, and that's where the narcissist wants to look a certain way to the people around them. So we're talking your family, your friends, their coworkers, people at church, like all different types of things. They're their buddies, like whatever it might be. Okay. They want to look a certain way to other people. And oftentimes this is like the image that they're putting out there of specifically how they want to appear to others. Like I want to be a loving dad or a faithful wife or like showing up in a certain way. This is how they want to try to project that to other people and say, look, don't they look great? When in reality, they're just hiding, okay? But that's the outward image, that's the projection of like, this is the show, watch the show of what's actually going on there, okay? Sometimes this is where you'll see it in relationships where the narcissist will fight to stay together with you to avoid image loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To avoid looking bad in the community, with the coworkers, or the family, maybe they grew up like very like strict. Maybe they grew up with like certain standards that are like, I don't want to disappoint my parents. Like this would look bad because it's gonna it's going to show shame coming from the parents, coming from other people, all these things. I don't want to feel that shame. So you know what? I hate this person, but I'm gonna keep fighting to stay with them. That way I don't look bad by us actually breaking up. Then you see it even after the fact of the image of them trying to keep their image straight by doing a smear campaign to show that it was your fault, that it was your problem, that it wasn't them, that you're the one that left, they tried, all those kind of things. That's what Smear Campaign is doing, is trying to reduce your image so that their image has less spots on it and it looks better than you. 
Sometimes you see this with hiding the cheating, hiding the new supply, the person that they're with. They'll hide that a lot of times very aggressively because they don't want anybody to see it and to it have it expose their image. Sometimes the hard part is like after they get exposed, they'll even keep hiding it because they don't want to have it affect any residual image and they don't want to have it affect some of the image that's actually inside of their head. We'll talk about that in a second. The problem is when other people's realities don't match up to the narcissist's fantasy. When I come to the table and I'm like, hey, this is what I think. This is the reality I'm believing in. And someone's like, no, that's not true. It's actually this. I'm like, okay, you're dead to me because I have to keep my reality. Like I have to keep my image there. When someone else is going to affect that, I'm like, no, like, like I got to discredit you. I got to make sure that you're wrong. I got to silence you. I got to smear you like anything to be able to push you to the side. Should make that into a video. But anything to push you into the side of like saying like, hey, like that is not real. This is real. My fantasy is real. Let me live in that. Oftentimes we see that in the outward image. Now let's talk about the inward image. Now when we talk about the inward image, one of the first people that the narcissist gaslight is themselves. You're like, why? How does that make sense? Okay, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about I have to be able to change the reality that I believe into a reality that feels acceptable based on the mass that I've constructed. So it's like an inward working of fighting with myself that, oh, wait a second, I did do something bad. I know and acknowledge that. This thought doesn't match up with my mass. So therefore I need to change this thought. I need to gaslight myself into thinking this thought doesn't actually exist. Well, the reason why I did this was because they did this to me. Okay, then that's acceptable. We can go, yeah, good, we're back with our mask. Okay, the reason this thought is here, no, it actually didn't even happen that way. It happened completely different. Like, I'm just remembering it wrong. Okay, good, mask now exists. Like, there's that back and forth of, I have to change the reality that happened in order to get back to the fantasy that I want to believe so I feel better about myself. Oftentimes, we'll do this by justifying what's happened by changing the narrative by changing what was actually happening. For myself personally, I would gaslight myself, I would gaslight others. I would gaslight my wife to be like, no, like that didn't happen. Like, are you crazy? Like, why would I even talk to someone? Like, why would I even cheat like that? I would never do that while I was doing that, okay? So I gaslight that aspect, but then I would change it on myself of like, I'm a good person, I show up, I provide, I do all this stuff, I still cheat, I still lie, I still, you know, stress the truth in this area. Like I still do all these things, but like in my mind, I'm like, no, I have to be able to justify that. I'm a good person. That way it matches up with my image. Okay. Often they'll do things that they despise, that others despise, but it's okay as long as it's in their mind. So this is what I was talking about earlier with like supply. A lot of times it's the best example of like, wait a second, you know you're exposed. We've seen all this. We know you're full of shit. Like this is what's actually going on. Like, why won't you actually admit it? Because in the mind, if I admit it, if I acknowledge it, then I'm actually giving it that source of honesty and I actually have to be accountable and responsible for it. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
This is where people will catch people in the act or will catch people out with another person. And they'll be like, I saw you. I interacted with you. I called you out. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Gaslighting the other person, even though they know that they're wrong, even though they know that reality exists, but they don't want to justify it in their mind because justifying in their mind would be having to be honest with themselves about the shame, about the accountability, about the guilt that they're feeling inside. You see, when it comes down to it, the fundamental problem that we're struggling with in acknowledging and seeing is underneath the surface. First is the guilt and the shame. That's, that's controlling the image. That's controlling the mask. But the problem underneath that is honesty. People actually being honest about who they are. People actually being honest of what's actually happened. And as I've been talking to people over and over, working with coaching clients, helping people as they progress through toxicity, through relationships, through business, through developing all these different types of things, we get to the place where we understand that at the core of it, both people struggle with the same thing, and that's being honest. Hear me out. The narcissist struggles about being honest about what they did and who they are. The survivor struggles about being honest about what actually happened and being able to accept that. Either accept of what that means to them or accept of how that feels from the other person. But at the core of it, a big aspect is coming to terms of being honest about the situation, being honest about the stuff that's inside, being honest about what's actually there. Instead, we put up images, we put up masks to be able to run from it, to be able to hide from it. And that's what happens with a toxic person. It's more important to protect the image than it is to be honest about the shit inside. This is where honesty and vulnerability are the core ingredients to any type of change. Because if you can't see it, if you can't acknowledge it, if you don't understand where you are, you'll never grow. You'll never get better. You'll never change. You'll never heal. You'll never have that mindset shift. You'll never do anything because if you're not honest about where you are, if you're not vulnerable of where you are, you can't build a plan to get better.